L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. And we have another very special guest today. Her name is the Lady Sky. Miss Sky is here. She's on the ground. Um, oh, well, she's a dog, so don't y'all think we beating her like we abusing her. Nothing. It's a damn dog. 
but she's a Yorkie, you know, when it's a, a particular, Lauren treats this dog, she's going to therapy after this. It's not therapy. The dog is going Don't, to therapy. No, she's not going to therapy. Okay, she has to go to a new daycare, so she has to take a temperament test to make sure she gets along with all the other dogs. A at the temperament daycare. test for a dog. If that ain't therapy, I don't know what the hell That's is. That's not therapy. That's safety. That's oh, is safe. that what it is? Yes, because if another dog's attacks her, I'm gonna have to go kill the dog. I'm gonna have to recheck. Her, I'm gonna have to check her DNA, ladies and gentlemen. It's in everybody's best interest. If it was a black person's dog, give him some Mercure Calm and some Nyquil and <laughs> and a Tyler dog. Take your ass in that corner, sit down somewhere. <laughs> Welcome to Laugh and Learn. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second week of uh, February 2022, and this is also Black History Month. I'm going to start with a Black History moment, Lauren. I know we ain't, well, I ain't going to get to that yet. We got to talk about child what folly. happened during the week. I'm, I'm going to say, I'll follow your lead if we're going to do I'm something different with you. today. I'm working with Lauren. I'm working with Lauren. I'm working with Lauren. I also have on my uh, Marjorie from uh, Star Eye Beauty. Y'all say I got my sequin shirt. The my sequin Louis Vuitton shirt. It's very glittery. And my hat. I'm feeling my, I, I have green hair. Uh. And what's the jacket? Oh, I have on my Fat Tuesdays jacket, Lauren. Let me show off my Fat Tuesdays. Y'all see my Fat Tuesdays jacket? Y'all see it? They can't. They see your ass. Hey. hey. <laughs> Y'all see my Fat Tuesdays? You'll see it on the live. Kendall showed Because I'm on Amazon Prime right now on Fat Tuesdays with Guy Tory, uh, produced by Reginald Hudlin. It is uh, a documentary talking about the comedy store back in the 90s when they would not they would not let African-Americans in on the weekend on the stage if you weren't a huge name. So Guy Tory started a thing called Fat Tuesdays, P-H-A-T, and we were all a part of that, and it was great. And I got my name on the wall, so I'm happy. Guess who still ain't watched it, though? Okay, first of all, don't put me on blast. I've I been have, very busy. Oh, I thought you were talking I'm about me. I was like, damn. Oh, I'm not talking about you. I know I you. haven't watched it yet. Jesus. Oh, let me tell you how Woo. I know she hasn't watched it. Because this heifer ain't called me and said, why did you say, and you should, and why did you? <laughs> so I know she ain't watched it, I but like, I haven't damn. watched it either. Yes, but I have I'm not watched watch. it yet. I'm going to watch. And tonight I'm going to be on with Dean Richards at uh, 8 p.m. on IG on his podcast because Dean Richards is also part of They Ready Too, and we are good homies. He used to be a part of uh, Saturday Night Live, so y'all tune in for that. So, okay, let's get down to business. Let's get down to Oh, sorry. How, How was your today, weekend? My Lauren Hogan. <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? My weekend was good. I worked Saturday night at the Long Beach Laugh Factory. I had a great set. I worked Sunday night. Last night I did a party for Paulette and Kyle. It was Paulette's birthday. Happy birthday, Paulette. In Bellflower at a club called The Stand Up, that also offered me a, offered me a show today. Good God, was I that good? Y'all must have saw something I didn't see because I only thought I was all right. Mm-hmm. This is you, what you trying to gaslight the situation. You mm-hmm. want a little more? You need the ego stroke. I don't. You know, I don't. You know, I don't even like to be stroked. I just when my set is great, <laughs> I say I'm straight. When I, my set is only okay with how I feel. I feel like it was only oh, okay. Well, you just said that because you said that you, you that. said Saturday you felt like the show was better. The, and yeah. Yesterday, the MC kind of messed up your intro. Well, and he, some, yeah, you know, he wanted to, he couldn't make up his mind whether he wanted to introduce me as a he or a she. Like I told him, nigga, just say the next comic coming to the stage. Ain't nobody asked you about my pronouns. You want to see what was between my legs? You gonna be mad because it's bigger than yours. I guarantee it. Ooh, and he was thick. Lord. I know man was bigger than he. Okay, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> How was your weekend, darling? My weekend was good. I had to work. Um, we did an event yesterday actually because today is um, National Black HIV AIDS Awareness Day. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so today is that day. I thought that was in DC. Oh, that's World AIDS Day. That's World AIDS Day, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but today is for black people. You know, it's Black History Month. But we did a community event yesterday at our new um, gym, actually, that was just built. It was a community event. It was really great. I actually ended up working out so unexpectedly, so I'm a little sore today. But, yeah, it was good. And then Wednesday, Look. I'm out. <laughs> I know where you're going. I'm going to New York Ugh. until Sunday. Don't call me, beat me, you can't reach me. 
Um, no, I'm just kidding. You can call me if something comes up. Uh, baby, <laughs> but you, I ain't I'm technically on vacation. You'll call so. me when the email comes through. Exactly. Exactly. So. Well, I'm glad you be safe traveling to New York. Until yeah. New York, I'm coming. Speaking of New York, I will be there March 17th, 18th, and 19th at the world-famous Caroline's on Broadway. If you yes. have not purchased your tickets, you should purchase your tickets on their website. I'm telling you, we're going to have a good time. Yes. I'm going to be asshole naked most of the time, too. It's going to be cold. It'll be interesting. Not on stage, it won't be. <laughs> and I'm going to give y'all something to look at. Just in case a joke don't land, you can be like, well, damn, her titties pretty. But look at her ass. Ooh, look at her feet. Don't look at my feet. Just don't look at my hands. You can look at my feet. Don't look at my hands. I ain't going to put no nails on. You're not going to paint your nails? A little something? Let's get on to the show. Welcome <laughs> to Laugh and Learn, ladies and gentlemen, with Flame Monroe, Lauren Hogan, and our camera guy, Kendall. Hi, Kendall. Y'all hey, say Kendall. hello to Kendall. We love Kendall. Oh, and here comes Miss Thing. And Miss Sky is here. Sky, say hello to the people. Say hi to the Look camera. at Lauren's baby. And here comes Miss Thing. She needed some attention. Hi, Miss. Look, she's trying to give me a kiss. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't know why dogs attracted to me. I attract dogs. Mm. Speaks a lot about Shameful. my sex appeal, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> So are we starting what with Black History, or we want to start with hot topics? No, let's start with hot topics, guys. Y'all know we changed All the right. format for Laugh and Learn, and thank you guys for subscribing. Continue to subscribe to Lauren Hogan's YouTube page as well as mine. Also follow us on the Laugh and Learn podcast here on IG. So yeah, let's get to the hot topics, Lauren. What's hot? What's hot in the news? We gonna have to start with Whoopi. Whoopi, learn to moan. Look, Whoopi got to learn to moan. Sir Shirley Caesar said it best. Whoopi, let me let me tell you why. I think. No, first you go. What you think? What do you think? Do you think that it was A, do you think that it was fair? B, do you think that Whoopi should keep continuously talk about it? And C, do you find fault with ABC and The View? Um, well, I actually have something, too, that I'm going to read on this issue. But Uh-oh. Um, I don't think it was fair. I don't think that Whoopi should have been suspended by what she said. Um, and this is just something that I saw on social media that I was kind of like, hmm, there's, there's some truth to this. But it says, today brings more stupidity. The actor and comedian Whoopi Goldberg has been suspended from ABC for two weeks for saying that the Holocaust was not the result of racism because both the Germans and their Jewish victims were white. It was rather a crime against humanity, which I agree with. I do. The Jewish organizations went insane, of course. How dare she say that? European Jews were the ultimate victims of racism. Time for her to grovel, apologize, and make some contributions to the ADL or the American Jewish Committee. Um, except she didn't misspeak. Jews are white. Germans are white. So until now, they said, I've never heard that organized Jewish communities refer to the Holocaust as racism. In fact, Jewish organizations are famous for insisting that the Holocaust is unique. Anti-Semitism and analogies to other crimes against humanity are off limits. So those are kind of my thoughts around that issue. I don't think that what she said was wrong. I think that it was taken out of context. People, uh, you know how people do, they'll take a snippet of something and mm-hmm. not hear anything else. And then I think, I think that's exactly what happened. Well, I watched it in real time when she said it. Okay. And the look on her face was like, damn, I did not mean to say that out loud. I think the look on her face was more so like, this is going to start some shit. Right. When she said it, you know how you think I, I'm, I'm guilty of it. I, I think it, but I don't mean for it to slip out. It's just in my head, but sometimes it slipped out. Uh, I do agree that I don't think that she should have been suspended, especially mm-hmm. without pay, because y'all letting people kill people and they they on administrative leave with pay. We're going to get to you, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. But what she said, 
I I don't agree with. I don't I do hmm. believe that it was about race, just like slavery was about race because they felt inferior. Hitler was a fucking lunatic and he thought that the uh Jewish community or the Jewish people were less than the German people, but they also say that he was mentally unstable. So all that plays a part. And when Whoopi said it before she could explain it, the other women on the view, Joy starting with Joy said, well, "What do you mean by that?" So she didn't get, they didn't put her in a safe place to actually sit down and break it down because it needed to be broke down, the explanation it, of it. It did. And, and this is what my other thing, too. Being Jewish is not a race. It's not an ethnicity. It's a religion. I'm sorry. So be, I'm sorry. Being Jewish is an ethnicity. It's not a race. There's a difference. So that's that's my only thing to take it as to, oh, this is racism. They have the same skin color. It was there was also a, a reminder on ABC's part to let Whoopi know that as popular as you may be on this show, this is still our show. And oh, Jews, and they definitely put her in her place and for sure. Jews run Hollywood. Jews run all of this, very the true. entertainment industry. That's very so true. what I would suggest for Whoopi, and I'm not Whoopi. Whoopi is an ego winner, but you got to remember that Whoopi cherishes the Jewish community. I believe her name is Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg is a Jewish derivative. So she uses that name. I don't think that she said it with malice. I don't even think she said it with anger hurt. But they did not allow her an opportunity to explain it. And then she went on the whole she went on Colbert that same night and she was on a whole nother apology campaign. When I make a mistake and I am going to make a mistake in Hollywood with my mouth you get one. That's it. I'm apologizing one time when I feel that I'm wrong and I'm not going to I think when you keep feeding it, it just grows and grows. It will disappear just like I, everything else. I mean, in, in theory, I think that's true. But then I bring up somebody like a Nick Cannon when he made his anti-Semitic comments. He had to go on a, an apology tour in order to get back with Viacom. So it wasn't like he could just apologize once and move on. They made him apologize. Kevin Hart is another example. He made those comments way back when. People still expect him to apologize years later. He got turned off. For, he quit the Oscars and everything else. So it doesn't work like that in Hollywood. you got to continually grovel and apologize. It don't work like that when it's Ant Boot. Oh, for sure. Okay, y'all see that? Ant Boot. That's when it does not work because it's too much foul shit that's happening right now with Hollywood and with social media and other things that shows you. Now, what I would suggest to Whoopi is to take this public reprimand because Whoopi just signed a major deal with The View last year. Mm-hmm. For the next four years, I think it's something like 20 million bucks. I'm not going to take let the public in shame or the public embarrass me that I said something out of turn or they they took it out of context and suspended me for two weeks. I'm not going to grovel on that because I know there's a bigger fish to fry. I'm going to look at the long term. Stay on the view, Whoopi, because I ain't. Wa- First of all, I tried to watch the view without Whoopi. I didn't realize how much I missed Whoopi until I missed Whoopi. Because she's not there. And I'm telling you, y'all can have the view. Y'all can have the view till she comes back. Nothing has entertained me. Bringing back Star Jones and none of that, it's not working for me. And then y'all not going to even talk about it. That's The show is called The View, your point of view. So if one of your coworkers is out of pocket, why wouldn't y'all address the situation? I don't like that part. Well, maybe they're going to address it when she comes back. I'm, I'm sure her first show back is going to be addressed. And they're going to make her apologize again Ugh. and say that I shouldn't have said it. And this wasn't the space for that. And, you know, we're liberal here. Here, but we're liberally strict here. If you really want to get on Whoopi's ass, you know what you need to make her do? Wear a bra. That would drive her crazy. <laughs> I know that. 
that ain't coming from you who don't never wear a bra. I have one right now. Oh, that's that's the first people. It's the first. I have one bra right now. Because I surely don't. So, uh, and I'm not also not getting Whoopi's money. Because if I was getting Whoopi's <laughs> money, oh, I have on a bra all the way up to here. Oh my God, I'd be brought out. <laughs> Yeah, but I yeah. mean, overall, I just I just don't agree. I think that there was some validity in what she said and that, once again, it was, oh, you know, they took this snippet yeah. and blew it out of proportion. But there's nothing that she said that was incorrect. You know what I mean? Well, it's the unfairness of it all because y'all going to reprimand Whoopi for saying something and suspend her for two weeks without pay publicly. And y'all got a police officer because I'm going to Minnesota. Y'all got We're a police going- officer, another one in Minnesota, 22 years old. He, they didn't kill another 22-year-old victim, a black man. He was at spending the night at a family member's house. No knock warrant. They kicked in the door and started shooting. If you kicking in my door and it, it's unannounced, you're not saying FBI, DEA, police. Of course I'm going to get my weapon and start defending my family or trying to, uh, you know, defend my family. Y'all shot this young boy in cold blood and Minnesota is off the rails. Lauren, and, and they suspended this officer. No, I'm sorry. He's not suspended. He's on administrative leave. Paid with pay. leave. Yeah. A- administrative pay leave. Exactly. And somebody's dead. Whoopi ain't killed nobody. Whoopi ain't even hurt nobody's feelings. The ones that all get their feelings all, pennies all in a bunch is the ones that wasn't even at the Holocaust. Probably don't even... I'm going to say it. Probably don't even celebrate the legacy of the Holocaust. Probably don't. But y'all just in a position to talk shit. Well, before we fully get into Amir Locke, let's finish the, the hot topics. Okay. That's going to be our political angle for, Ooh. The, for the show. Hot so. topics. Where are we going at? Do you miss Bill the, Cosby? Oh, I watched this. I haven't watched it, so you're going to have to kind of leave this one. I haven't watched it. Uh I agree with what the lady said that Bill Cosby left a lot of breadcrumbs. And when they when you go back over it, Lauren, and they talk about his career, his first album where he was talking about Spanish fly, giving women Spanish fly. He was leaving so many little tangibles and little Mm -hmm. hints. But because he was America's dad, he was Mm -hmm. Bill Cosby. He was the famous, wonderful man, Bill Cosby. Everybody knew and loved and respected and woo woo woo. You would have never thought that there was a Jekyll and Hyde, that there was a monster on the other side. And he was he was kind of giving you the little tidbits i used to have a joke about michael jackson when i used to do the joke when they accused michael of a pedophile being with those kids i said michael jackson would tell us in the name of his songs that it was his human nature to like pretty young things he said it didn't matter whether they was black or white because he said he was uh he was a thriller and and so if you touch him you jump up and down he told the little white boy to free willy and beat it and don't stop till you get enough so it was all his songs that i put into get like no i got got it i I got it but i wouldn't i would i didn't think that michael did that i think they was just trying to extort michael but uh who are we talking about bill cosby bill cosby bill cosby i said it in the joke all the time nigga if you was like if you liked sleeping with the necrophilia you could have just bought like 12 funeral homes you could have had all the dead cats you wanted that's fucked up to say but i said it i haven't (laughs) i haven't watched the documentary uh and there's been so many you know that are happening this guy sit down there have been so many that have happened, so this one is almost like a series. So I'm excited, you know, to I should it's bad to say I'm excited, but I'm intrigued to really watch it and you know see the different feedback. Because I actually did um, watch a short little thing on social media about Raven Simone, and she was saying how she was really depressed on the set of the Cosby Show, especially as it was tailing off to the end, and how you know supposedly Bill Cosby said she wasn't allowed to eat on set because she was gaining weight. And he kind of put her into a depressive state. So I, w- I want to see what's going on um, around this. So. The, the the scary part is he was so many different things to so many different people. So mm-hmm. as for I am this flame to you, I yep. could be a monster to somebody else. And so for many sure. people would not have known it. Yeah. And so some women was like, well, I never had that experience. But it was mostly 
This is Laugh and Learn. Most of the thick women that were on the interview didn't have that experience, so he did have a body type. <laughs> no, he definitely clearly had a type based on the accusers that have come out yeah. and just, you know, looking at past photos. And even um, Joseph Phillips, who played um, Martin, um, Denise's husband, uh-huh. said that one of his friends that were cast on the show was actually assaulted by Bill Cosby. That's why he, you know, was like, I'm not going to support you. You, you know, violated one of my friends. It, it is it is scary to know that they say you'll never know the heart and the mind of a man. And that when they say man, they don't mean just a man. They mean women, too, because you just never know, you know, what a person is, what demons lie on or the what inside. They're capable yeah. of. And he had so much juice and so much pull and so much power that it was skirted to the side because Nikki Giovanni, the great poet, Nikki Giovanni blew the whistle on him back in the early 70s and he destroyed her career. Because he had that much juice, he didn't want his 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 stuff to get out, and he destroyed that woman's career. She never stopped fighting for it. She's she's still relevant. She's still around, and um, yeah. I, what, what tickled me about Bill when Bill got arrested and went to jail, Bill was half blind, walking with a cane, oh, taking he got a dip. all the ailments. They let that all nigga out of jail. Ailments. That nigga came out there stepping like Cat <laughs> Williams, walking fast, baby, trying to get home. I said, "Oh, you got well quick." Mm-hmm. But that was the lady talked about that when he, he she was young, a white woman was on the show. He gave her a drink and then he put the little pill right next to her drink. It was a quaalude. It was to settle her down. She said, but she remembered him putting another one in her mouth because the first it was two girls. One of the girls he was with, she had already taken her pill. She was already out. I guess he was waiting for the other girl to pass out. Her sister might have been stronger, so he had to give her two pills. And he put he took the she said he took the pill and took the glass and put the pill behind the glass as if he take had taken one himself, but he really didn't and he uh, he assaulted wow. them wow. it is scary to think that because we all love and i'm look i'm still a cosby fan i still watch the cosby i still watch the cosby and show. i still watch the cosby was with love even now even though now we know who bill cosby was you know it's, it's the heathcliff huxtable is on the cosby show well yeah he that's how and i mean and that's my rationalization it is what it is i don't care i still watch the cosby show it's still the epitome of black excellence and what black families really are like it it gave us a positive narrative just like a different world did i still watch a different world it comes on from one to three and the cosby show is like three to four on 328 tv one every day yeah I, i watch it I, 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 lo- I love the Cosby show, too. Yeah. But Bill was, you know, for a court, allegedly, according to these people, Bill was something else. Bill was a nightmare on the other side. It kind of gives me very Jeffrey Dahmer that hmm. he was such a, a white boy, but he was such a gentleman and he was a scholar. And but then on the other side, he was a he was a killer. He was a monster. And hmm. the only time you get a chance to experience that monster is when you have to deal with that monster and yeah to answer that person's question no i still i do not listen to r kelly anymore i know it's very hypocritical of me but i don't care i listen to r kelly do you want to bring in some not yet not yet okay i listen to r kelly still i still listen to r kelly i'm from chicago that's the question can we can the deepest the art form the artist i think he's trying to say can we separate the artist from the art form yes we can yes we can Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, absolutely that that is why you are an artist because when it's time to take it to the stage or take it to a public or whatever you do, you separate that person from the demons or the monster that you are in your on your personal life. That's why I always say when you look in the mirror, you got to like all the people that's looking back at you. Because not only is that nice person who, that you're looking at, the demon in you is looking back at you, too. You got to embrace that person, too. A lot of y'all just don't do that. I know my demons. I know the shit I do. Y'all may never know. Well, mm-hmm. depending on who tell it. <laughs> but we all have mm-hmm. demons. We all have wicked thoughts. We all 
think and that you would never want to share, not even with your best friend. These these are just your thoughts and you, what you do in your privacy. But when you when it extends out to hurt someone else, and he defamed and damaged a lot of these women, a lot. And the funny one, the one who who won the case, was the funniest looking one of all. She looked like a man with with a wig on. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was about the face. I think it was about the power, the 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 whatever whatever his sick fantasy was. Because I want you to talk back to me. I don't want to be asleep. If you if you gonna rape me, I want to be awake. I want to experience it. Flame, <laughs> don't do not say that. I didn't mean it like that. That was a joke. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! I don't mean it like that. I meant, but I mean, don't knock me out. I want to know what's happening to me. You know, you don't know what's happening to you when you you're not into out. necrophilia. Basically. No, I'm definitely not into okay. that. I okay. want you to be alert and wet yes. and talking to me. And I don't like that. Do it that way. And I don't like this way. Do it the other way. So yeah, if I if I misspoke, let me fix that. I don't want nobody to think that I'm. She don't like necrophilia. Prom- promoting rape <laughs> or necrophilia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and rape is about control. I do agree with that. But damn, he had enough money and power. And when I said power, but a lot of women would have given it to him just because he was Bill Cosby, because they would have thought they was gonna get the come up. And he had enough power to make or break your career. It wasn't about that. It was something else because mm-hmm. he didn't want them awake. He wanted them uh, incapacitated. That just sound. He's, he's got problems. Don't they got blow-up dials for that? I can, you can order some dials, and them dials look real. I heard they feel real. I'm thinking about ordering me order one. Order robots? Oh, I'm going to order me one. Yeah, technology. Oh, I'm going to order me up. I want a male and a female with interchanging parts. Some days she's going to be the tranny. Some days he's going to be the tranny. Oh, my God, it's going to be a party in my bedroom. <laughs> you going to have robot orgies? <laughs> oh, my God. Better not by nobody shoot. If anything get wet on me, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> I'm weak. Oh, it, it, is, it is very scary to think that that Bill is not the only one. And they did talk about that he learned a lot of the things that he learned from Hugh Hefner from the Playboy Mansion. Hugh they Hefner, talked about that. Yep. There's uh, Harvey Weinstein. There's there's quite a few people that have... Uh-oh, the jacket's coming off. I'm warm. Um, there's quite a few people that uh, participated in this practice. So you're and, right, Bill wasn't the only one. And it's still happening. That's that's what it, it's still happening in Hollywood and anywhere else. You know, it happens in regular communities and people don't talk about it because they tell the younger kids or they tell, I'm going to destroy your career. I'm going to have your children taken away. I'm going to take away your livelihood. So you, it's fear. Fear will make you shut the hell up. Well, also, too, it's the fact that, you know, he, he got away with it. Because let, let's be honest, Bill Cosby's guilty. The reason why he got away with it and he's out on jail is because of a technicality. Because however many years ago when the DA had that conversation with him, it was in, it was an omission on his part, but it wasn't supposed to be used against him. And they ended up using said omission against him, and that's why he was released on that technicality in Pennsylvania. That's what happened. That's why he's not in jail anymore. So let's be clear. He, he will was always guilty. he will always be in jail. The world knows who you are. You will always be in jail. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't mean in a physical jail. In his mind. I don't agree with that. You don't think so? No. I, I think he still has. No. I, I don't know because about remorse, if, if but he, he still has. If he felt that way, no, he wouldn't be skipping, and his attorney wouldn't be saying all the things that they're saying if he really felt any type of remorse or that his mind was in jail. Well, his, he does when not I say feel that, that though, I mean that now he can't do that anymore. Says who? Well, it's going to be real hard to get away says with it who? now. <laughs> Girl, he got too much money. So who says Camille, who? Camille, you should have took it out when he was locked up. Camille should have had Miss Camille. Girl, call I will, me. I will give you an example. O.J. Simpson. Who? 
Thank you. OJ Simpson. <laughs> he got away with murder and went to Vegas and acted a damn fool. And that's what he ended up going to jail for. But yeah, OK. I think Bill Cosby is trapped now because he really can't pull off some of the stuff he put out because it's public knowledge and everybody knows it. It's pretty much everybody. So even though he's still Bill Cosby, everybody know he's Bill Cosby, the accused. If he has person. people in his on his team that are willing to be facilitators, anything is possible. Well, that's I'm true. I'm so sorry. That's if true. he's got people that will be complicit in said activities, anything is possible. Mm, y'all, sorry. just uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're ever in his presence, I advise you not to have a drink. <laughs> Shoot. Exactly. Them drinks is make you sleepy. Mm. OJ was set up. OJ wasn't set up. OJ wrote a book called If This Small, I Did It This Big. <laughs> when when we when when he won the case, black folks celebrated that we got some justice. We was not celebrating for OJ. We were celebrating that we got justice. OJ left us a long time ago since that nigga was running through the airport going trying to get the Avis selling Samsonite suitcases. OJ ain't been with us. We didn't celebrate that OJ. We believe just like the white people believed. I ain't going to say it publicly, but yeah. If, My only point was he didn't learn his lesson. I did it. Yeah, he, he got away with whatever he got away with. He was not convicted. And instead of walking on the straight and narrow, he went to Vegas and acted a damn fool and had to do a bid behind it. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Oh, so. penitentiary booty. Mm-hmm. So anyway, well, let's move on to our last hop topic of Joe Rogan. Because you liked him at first, didn't you? I liked his popularity i'm not okay. gonna say that i think i liked seth rogan oh you like seth rogan i think i liked seth rogan because i was trying to get on his podcast joe oh. rogan i wasn't that familiar with but i'm very familiar with now and he is very familiar with the nigga word and I, i'm not gonna say the n-word because that's not what he said he said the nigga with a strong word ER. with a strong er yeah. about a million times in fact i use that word with the ah on a daily basis he <laughs> has said it so much i might have to stop using it for the rest of the year that's how much he has said the word and he's still on spotify mm-hmm. they said they were not going he did not need to be silenced they were not going to take him off the air according to spotify even though a lot of artists have jumped ship from spotify because of that now what was more offensive, him using the nigger word a million fucking times or Whoopi saying that the Holocaust was not about race and... Well, there's the hypocrisy. There's the hypocrisy. No, no, no. You you cracked my face today because y'all know I was a strong Yang advocate. Oh, yeah, I about to say, that's your boy, Andrew I Yang. Was, I wanted a Yang for the president and guess what Lauren told me today? I'm going to make sure I quote him exactly right so uh-huh. there's no misconception. Baby. But um, Andrew Yang came to um, Joe Rogan's defense. He did. He did and said the following. I don't think Joe Rogan is a racist. The man interacts with and works with black people literally all the time. How could he be racist if he interacts with black people and works with them all the time? works with them and he interacts you could be a a a landowner and they could be your slaves that is working with them and interacting with them Um, it's the truth that's no different from donald trump saying he couldn't be racist because look at my black friend here it's the same thing it is the exact same thing well i I agree with that and and that's your boy andrew yang remember you wanted to vote for him well you know i dropped him a couple of months ago because remember he changed parties he went independent y'all broke up up? he went independent and i'm not voting independent i'm voting either one big party or the other big party so, mm-hmm. yeah, but it, it, 
it's, it's fucked up. <laughs> that was messed up. Joe, I don't think Joe Rogan needs to be canceled, but I think they me? need. To, well, no, no, no. I don't think he needs to be canceled. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not big on the cancel culture, but I think he needs to be reprimanded. I think he needs what to be reprimanded. What does a reprimand do? To, uh, take him off the air for a month. Take them off the air for a month. But they scared they're going to lose money. It's all about money. It's revenue. I, I don't agree with that. Well, take them off the air for a while. Y'all, y'all no, do cancel it for everybody his else? contract. That's when he cancel his contract. He make too much that, money for Spotify. We, he got we, the biggest podcast on Spotify. But so what? We just talked about the double standard with Whoopi. So how could we say that there's a double standard and then he doesn't get the same consequences that anybody else would have gotten if they made a racist comment that looked like us? That's the double standard. Ant boot. That's what I'm saying. So how come he gets a slap on the wrist? That's not a slap on the wrist. Suspend his ass for about a month. No money. He's still going to get some money when he comes back. Whoopi is too, though. But Whoopi shouldn't have been canceled, though. She was suspended for two weeks. Nothing's happened to him. Well, it's still new. It might. Something might happen. We're going to see. That's the hypocrisy right there. Yeah. I'm just saying. That is the America that we live in, and that's who y'all voted for. Y'all voted for, for Donald Trump. Mm-mm-mm. I didn't vote for him. They say cancel the contract, period. Thank you. He needs to be canceled and put off the air and not hired anywhere else. And y'all can replace he him can with Laugh and Learn. I know, two bitches. I know two bitches and a, and a guy who can t- turn. We could take Laugh and Learn to Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Just pay me well, the same thing y'all paying him. You know it's available on Spotify. Yeah, we own, but we need to be the number one show there. Just oh, okay. pay us what y'all paying him. Because mm-hmm. he making all the money. So, speaking of has white... He, but inst- has he apologized? No. Well, that's that, that's step one. He definitely needs to make a public apology, and well, it needs actually, to be very sincere. He he did. I'm sorry. He did make a public apology, but I didn't feel like it was sincere. I feel like he made the apology because he had to. It didn't change how he felt, and I'm sure when in the right company, he's still gonna say the same word. L A S I K LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK. You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. 
and with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. But anyway, speaking of white institutions uh, attacking black people, would we like to talk about Amir Locke? Yeah, sadly, sadly. And we just, and Trayvon's moms just celebrated his birthday. I think his birthday was a couple of days birthday. ago. 27th birthday. It it's been almost 27. 10 years since yeah. his uh, murder. Since that, and we still haven't murdered. So, Minnesota. Really? Again? Yeah, it's Minneapolis uh, specifically for me because between it was George Floyd, then it was Dante Wright, and now it's Amir Locke. And we don't even know the others that have happened in between. This is just what media is currently covering and what we have coverage of. So who knows how many more it really is. I just want to say I would like to applaud the activist that was in the room during the press briefing with the police chief and the mayor. And my apologies, I don't know her name, but she called out the police chief for automatically trying to stage a cover up by saying, oh, well, he had a gun in his hand when officers entered and you have to determine what's a threat. And she walked up to her, the police chief and said, I have to stop you. Absolutely not. We're not going to make it seem like he was a threat. You guys could have said, drop your weapon, put it down. Nothing. You guys barged into this boy's um, while this boy was sleeping under a blanket. He did have a gun in his hand Mm -hmm. with his blanket while he was sleeping. And instead of saying anything, you automatically fired. The video was only 14 seconds. He was shot in 14 seconds from them putting the key in the door. Yeah. 14 seconds. No knock. No knock warrant. What the hell is a no knock? If you coming through my door and you didn't knock on my door and I don't know you coming through my door. What else do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to defend my family. And to make matters worse, they the police chief in the briefing called him a suspect in the press release, and he wasn't. He was not listed on any arrest warrants. No, they were coming looking for someone else. He was just at a family member's house, the family member they was looking for, and he was on the couch sleeping. But they don't even know who was su- supposedly in this apartment because the investigation is linked to something happening in St. Paul. So... Marching and protesting ain't doing it, y'all. We got to change some laws. We got to get some people in positions to change laws. And meanwhile, the Democratic Party still arguing over bullshit and the Republican Party is playing chess and not checkers. They have appointed eight or nine new states attorneys. I mean, a, a secretary of states in different states. When the voting laws kick in in 2024, when they do the vote, even if we win, they're going to flip that shit. I'm telling you, they're doing it right in our face, too, while we arguing over what Joe Biden ain't did and who ain't did that and woo-woo-woo. They whooping whooping us on the low. They whooping us quietly and strongly. And I hate to to admit that. But I'm going to pack my shit and leave. (laughs) I'm going to Europe. I'm going to the next door to Janet. Bring on Allison. I'm going to the next door to Janet. She lives in London. I'm going to be her all pair. 
Yes or no? No. Okay. I'm going to be her au pair. Hi, Hi Allison. Allison. Hi. Hi there. Hi, everyone. How How is everyone doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good, good, good. So absolutely, uh, uh, Flame. While we are while we are arguing while we are arguing about uh, student loans while we're talking about this, um, the student loans aren't being passed, let me tell you something. They are stacking. They're stacking the Secretary of State. These different states are passing their voting laws, right? About how uh, for the, the not just the 2024 election, but the upcoming 2022 election. This this that's going to take place in November. So, ladies and gentlemen, instead of us arguing about the little, right, about stupid student loans, I'm not, I'm, listen, and don't get me wrong when I say stupid student loans, I understand it's a hindrance. I understand it, 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 it draws a, a wage gap. I understand that. However, we have a bigger thing to fight, and we need everybody on the banner to fight. We need people throwing their hats in to these races to run for office. That is the only way it's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. But understand, these Republicans are stacking on all levels from bottom to top. And and um and I it's sad not to cut you off, Lauren. Uh, a near lock. You know, it's the same old thing. Listen, we got to change these things locally because that chief of police. Guess what? Guess who's his boss, y'all? Who's his boss? The mayor is his boss. That's why it's imperative for y'all to vote. But I, I think this mayor that they have now is supposedly, you know, supposed to be this progressive individual. And that's the other thing that we're dealing with is all of these Republican plants that are all of a sudden switching parties to be Democrats to help split votes. You know what I mean? Because this mayor was yeah. supposed to be progressive and all of these new things, but literally cut the press conference short and said everybody walk out. Because they didn't want to answer any questions because people were calling them out. We talked about this on Coffee Time just this week, earlier this week, when I said that they were going to start implementing, put, putting in Republicans to run up under the Democratic mm -hmm. ticket. But they will have the same Republican Party and policies when they get there. Yep. Uh, I've been saying pay Joe attention. Manchin. Exactly. I've been saying pay attention since we since we won over Trump. I need y'all to really pay attention. And I need y'all to hear Allison because Allison, I never thought like that until you came on to push that on about voting locally, voting state, mm -hmm. voting to mm -hmm. get to stack the deck because we only went for the big stuff, governor or president. And also, 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 don't sleep the school board. Uh, some of you all kids on here go to public school. Get on that school board to find out what's going on. That school board is highly important, too. You know what? I'm going to pivot real quick. I know this isn't on the agenda for things for us to talk about, but Allison, you're in Florida. So mm -hmm. I do want to talk about the um, don't say gay bill and the bill that's against um, critical race theory. So um, how is that so, affecting Pete? How is it affecting the kids in school? Don't say gay. There's a don't say gay bill in Florida yes. where basically they're trying to change the curriculum. So as and Allison, please feel free to jump in. But Basically, this situation is let's say that, you know, a student comes out as being gay mm -hmm. and says that I can't talk to my parent at home. So they want to come to school to talk to a teacher. That teacher can now possibly be sued by the parent if they engage in said conversation. Oh, my God. With the well, kid. Th You're not allowed to talk unfair. about 
that saved me in high school. I had a counselor that I could go and talk to and share stories with, and she would talk to me. That is terrible. That's this new bill that you can't have conversations about homosexuality in the school place, and if teachers decide Florida. to do it, they can get sued. Manny Petty State. They, they should have a do not say pedophile pedophile law shit. <laughs> and, and with the critical race theory, I think you already know about this bill, is that they don't want to talk about racism in school because they don't want to make the white kids uncomfortable. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So, so again, I know in Polk County, they have taken out books like Beloved by Toni Morrison, The Bluest Eyes, anything that's uh, relating to race, they have taken it out of the school system. And when I say the Polk County school board system, that deals with Lakeland and the city that I ran. So, yes, um, me teaching African-American history, I don't believe that course uh, will be able to be taught next year. So, again, wow. ladies and gentlemen. We understand the times we're in. This is not a uh, not a, a a sleeping time. This is not a time to talk about your agenda. It's the time to talk about the collective masses and how it's affecting our communities out there. You know, I mean, you you're about to have teachers who put their lives on the line every single day. Get we're already pitching for pennies, and if we say something wrong, that is going to be our salary. Yeah, it's like survival. Of, it's not even the survival of the fittest. It's the Hunger Games, basically, yeah. for teachers mm -hmm. at this point. It really yeah. is. Yeah. So, so again, um, they are any book, any book that re that is relating to um, talking about race. They're taking it out of the school libraries. Again, I just told y'all it just happened in Polk County, where I'm from, where I went to school. So yeah, it's happening. And 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 uh, my superintendent. She just sent out a letter about the uh, don't say gay. Um, you can't say gay. You can't say something else you can't say um, to make them feel uncomfortable. So, yeah. So what are they supposed to say? I'm homosexual. You can't say anything about it. Oh, you can't my say anything God. You got to keep it to yourself. Do you know how many children are already struggling with this and can't talk to their parents or their family and really do rely on teachers or a counselor at school to confide in to say, hey, I need somebody to talk. This is going to make people worse than better. This is really going to mess up a lot of the youth that's, that's struggling with their identity. But I'm curious mm -hmm. to see, though, because despite all this legislation, this new group of millennials, they're like Gen Z. Yes, they're Gen Z. They're very vocal. They're not, you know, it's not. willing. It's almost like, um, and I don't remember the year. I think it was, uh, do you remember about those um, those 5,000 black kids that basically bucked against the police one day and they all got arrested and put in jail, like r right at the height of civil rights? Mm, I don't remember that, Lauren. Was that crossing I'm gonna the bridge? I'm going to look up the story. No, was I'm that look in up Alabama? The story. I feel like these Gen Z kids are like them. They're going to buck against these you know laws yeah. that they're trying to put in place and say you can't tell me what i can talk about if this is my right. truth that i'm living and that's and, that, and that's where the bill is going to shatter that is where the bill is going it's ladies and gentlemen, it's going to shatter you know just like they were stating that um in businesses if they didn't somehow everybody was getting in the uproar remember when uh i know particularly here in florida that desantis was saying if you make uh them pay uh, if you make them take the vaccine or something crazy, wear their mask, then he was going to stop so much of funding and all this here stuff. The thing about it is you ha we have to stop and sit back and ask ourselves, how is that going to really happen? You follow what I'm saying? So with this bill is concerned, yes, teachers are, are in, a, in a strange place. But really, if, if a teacher mentioned about African-American history or anything gay or, or our students mentioned gay, we really going to put these students out of school? really how are we this how really 
So and, you, you kind of ask yourself that too. And and to address what I just said too about that, look up the the article in in 1963 mm-hmm. in Birmingham, Alabama, five thousand black kids were arrested. I said Alabama. School. So go ahead and look it up. You, you know what's so sad about that uh, the whole that especially with the gay thing, um, so many you gay youth cannot speak to their parents cannot talk to their family members about how they're feeling or the feelings that they're experiencing so when you find a safety net somebody that's grown that you could talk to that won't that have you in a judge-free zone you need that 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 saves you baby people already the young trans and gays already killing themselves now y'all not giving them no olive branch to extend for somebody to talk to the suicide rate is going to triple people already depressed because of the damn pandemic this is that that is bad that is bad and just think mm-hmm. about situations where we have I, and I, I don't remember that young black boy but he came out to his black family about wanting to be gay and his parents beat him on live yeah I saw that for being gay so where are those kids supposed to go if they can't get support at home where are those kids supposed to go <sighs> okay I'm gonna have to just throw my hat in the ring and become the the spokesperson the girl don't wish that on yourself don't (laughs) wish that on yourself oh i surely don't want it because you know my ignorance to say the wrong thing (laughs) don't wish it on yourself (laughs) words have energy now it does they do they're very powerful Mm mm-hmm so since we have you on here, we haven't segued over to our Black History moment, but it is February and you are a, a history teacher, Allison. Uh-huh. So give us a tidbit of a Black History moment for you. Oh, oh yay. So um, <laughs> I, want, I know you all probably have talked about it, but as we know that uh, Joe Biden is keeping up with his promise uh, of electing a Black woman to the Supreme Court, um, there are, I believe it's eight of them, eight eight intelligent black women um, that is uh, running, uh, well, being nominated for the Supreme Court. Um, I know uh, Brown Jackson, Honorable Brown Jackson, I don't want to mess up her name. It begins with a K. Um, She is, she, amazing woman, uh, served up under the Obama administration, served up under the Trump administration. So you all take your time and read about these individual women. And if you have children, especially young black girls, Take your time to read their bios, each of them, um, because they're all powerful women in their own right. And I absolutely um, love the fact that a black woman is going to be on this Supreme Court. Well, let's keep our fingers crossed because she has to get nominated through the Senate. If anything's going to cause an issue, it's going to be the Senate. And according to bitch-ass Ted Cruz, let me say that one more time. (laughs) According to bitch-ass Ted Cruz, he said, because she's black, don't make her qualified. Nigga, you should have been out of office. You should have been out of office. He said that and just, oh my goodness, uh, what's the other one's... uh, He's stupid. Josh Hawley. There we go. Yeah. He also said, yeah. you know, if we if we elect people based on race, what message are we sending to our constituents? You know, I, you know, those, those type of people. I, I've read that stuff. But listen, they're, they're idiots. I, I don't give them yep. any energy. I don't give them any views. They're idiots. Because at the end of the day, if we talk, let's not talk about qualification because they're very much so unqualified. Hmm. Ted Cruz should have been Ted Cruz should have been out of office when he ran off the vacation to go visit his daughters in the Caribbean or where Puerto Rico and in Mexico. Yeah, Mexico, he left while when, was, when they y'all were having when Texas was having a meltdown and the grid stopped working. Uh, and blackout. Yeah, y'all. He should have been gone then. Oh, I was going to check on my daughters, not with that vacation bag, nigga. You would because <laughs> honestly, that's my concern. If one Democrat doesn't vote in favor of whoever joe biden nominates it's it's a wrap it's a wrap. it only it's only gonna take yeah. one so if joe manchin decides to act stupid that day it's a wrap 
They're not going to yeah. get um, they're not going to uh, get confirmed. But but, you know, like I said, you know, for me, it's it's, it's historical. And I've been sharing it with my students, especially my, my young black girls, because to be nominated, to be even considered to that highest level of court as a black woman in the legal field, you know, that is the highest you can go in your profession. So it, it is such a moment to, to even be considered. For such a for such a position yeah. and as black mm-hmm. people as black people and i'm speaking to the black people that's on here watching us as black people can we stop being so hard on each other stacy abrams take took a picture last week with a bunch of classroom students and she took her mask off for the picture now all of them had on their mask they have made the biggest to do about that they are looking for anything that they can throw to throw ashes on her fire well, you will not throw ashes on stacy abrams well fire. the problem is is we have other elected officials that are being stupid um like eric garcetti you know, Shit, we got the governor here. He went to the to the French Quarter with his mask on. No, the issue is like, for instance, Eric Garcetti was out at a restaurant, or he was out at I think at the SoFi Stadium, whatever. But took his mask off, and his people said on his behalf, well, he wasn't breathing at the time, so there was no COVID exposure. I saw that. That's the issue, is that we got stupid people. So when uh, Stacey Abrams does take off her mask, it's gonna cause all this hoopla because we have stupid elected officials saying things like that. Really? So if you, you hold, didn't breathe. You so held if you your hold breath? your breath, you don't catch the COVID. Exactly. That's the problem. So hold it for 15 minutes. And you ain't gonna catch the COVID. You're gonna catch a casket, but you damn sure ain't gonna catch the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm gonna say this and he's gonna kill me for it. Uh I'm sitting in my big brother's uh funeral home, Cannon funeral home. And and when inflamed when you just said uh he go he ain't gonna catch the COVID, but he'll catch a casket. It's it's so crazy that I'm sitting in a funeral home right now. <laughs> Oh well, tell whoever's doing the eulogy. Don't say, "Oh, they going to a better place," because that's my new joke. How you know? Is there a brochure? You been there? Because you can't visit there. Once you go there, you know you don't come back. You can't call nobody and tell them how lovely it is blue skies and green waters. None of that. Once you, you can't go to get that, no feedback. None, and that's in all nationalities: <laughs> black, white, Asian, whatever you are. Oh, you know, so and so going to a better place. Let's talk about so and so was also a fucked up individual. Cheated on their wife, beat their kids, stole money from the job. They might not have went to the better place. Oh, they Lord. went somewhere, but they damn sure didn't go to the better place. Oh Lord. <laughs> oh Lord. Thank you all so much for Thank you, Allison. Allison, thank you. And thank you for always you. keeping us informed. Y'all make sure y'all get y'all bus out and go vote. I'm telling you right now. It's it, gonna be scary. It is it's already scary. Shit. Yeah, because I mean at least here we've got a mayor election in uh June and then hopefully there's no runoff situation. I will hopefully be voting for Karen Bass. When the is that for comes LA? Down. Yeah. This, well, no, it's the new mayor. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in Long Beach. Oh, sorry, it well, doesn't affect vote. me. But uh, <laughs> shoot, it's going to in retrospect. My my um, Black History moment. I want to speak about James Baldwin because I think that James Baldwin had his finger on the pulse of what America was and who America is a long time ago. He had to leave this country because he was so real and he spoke the truth and they wanted to cancel him and get rid of him he was openly gay he was very honest about who he was and what he was and what america was to black people at that time i also watched the lonnie liston documentary if you guys haven't watched that wow he had a troubled life he was he won as the uh great one of the heavyweight champions of the world but he has such a troubled life on the other side it's 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 oh you have to watch it. it's scary lauren mm. scary and we need to be, he needs to be revered for that he was the heavyweight champion of the world. Yep, he made a lot of mistakes in his personal life, but nothing that harmed anyone. But it, oof, black men and black folks in America for a long time, and still to this day, 
have, they have had our fingers, their thumbs on our necks. Damn it, marching and protesting ain't doing enough. We got to do something else. Yeah. I feel like dancing, Lauren. Who you telling me about? Because I know you're about to tell me about a dancer. <laughs> yeah, so I know you asked me to kind of do um, a different, you know, black dancer every week. So um, I wanted to highlight from my black history moment, um, the groundbreaking pioneer, um, Carmen de Lavalade. She was, to say the least, she was like Misty Copeland's inspiration. I have my little notes up here to make sure that I don't say anything incorrect. But um, she was a mentor to Misty Copeland. She died a few years ago, um, but trained with Lester Horton, was just really one of the pioneers of just black dance. So she's also a Kennedy Center honoree. Mm. Um, so she's kind of gotten, you know, elected to one of those uh, highest of high class of recognition. Um, but she was also an actress and, you know, a choreographer she kind of did a little bit of everything. You know, she created the blueprint for a lot of folks like, you know, the Debbie Allens of the world and for Misty Copeland, you know, different folks. So, um, yeah, just beautiful all in all. Um, just really quickly. So she had an unparalleled career in dance, theater, film and television beginning in her hometown of Los Angeles, California. And she got really got her start by performing with um, Lester Horton's Dance Theater. So I explain to them who Misty Copeland is, because I know somebody like, well, who is Misty Copeland? Shame oh, on you. You don't know who Misty Copeland Misty is. Misty Copeland was the first black ballerina ever um, promoted to the title of principal at American Ballet Theater. So she, too, has become, you know, this new generation of pioneers uh, for little black ballerinas that want to aspire to be that one day. And for those of you all who don't understand the, the world of dance, I, I don't either because I'm not a dancer, but I have worked with dancers for so long in my career. Understand that that was monumental for a black girl to become the principal dancer of an American ballet company because that was it was always white. It well, was yeah, always white. American Ballet Theater is probably I would say domestically, um, probably one of the most white uh, companies too. But I mean, and the thing is, she was the first in that space. But then we have like Lauren Anderson, who was the first black ballerina, principal dancer at the Houston Ballet. So there's, and she's, you know, a little younger than Miss Allen. So it's it's like we think of things happening so long ago, mm -hmm. but it's not, you know. These and hear what are, Lauren said. She was the first one who got it. Not the first one that was qualified to do it because right. there have been countless of numbers of others that we'll mm -hmm. never know about. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll do um, a new dancer each week of just folks that we don't know. I just mentioned Lauren Anderson, so I'll do her next week. She was married to Jeffrey Holzer. She was. Yes. Yes, she was. So, but Miss um, Carmen DeLavala was just um, beautiful, beautiful specimen to say the least in dancer. And was just truly a pioneer. So may she rest in peace. Y'all know the only dancer I know. The girl from Solid Gold with the long ponytail with the legs and that ass. Baby, that thing had some legs. What was her name? What are you talking about? Darcelle or something. She had the long ponytail from Solid Gold. The black girl that danced. You remember the show know. Solid Gold? Uh -uh. I forget. So might have been was, before my she time. She was 13, Now, you know, I'm, a, I'm an old soul. So <laughs> most of the time I'm with you, but I don't know about that one. Y'all remember her? Oh, my God. That thing had the best legs and ass. Oh, my God. That thing could kick them legs. Her name was Darcelle on Solid Gold. She had the long ponytail. It wasn't hers. It was, you know, long before. <laughs> Hi, Sophia McIntyre. Darcelle, Sophia. Let me let me talk to Sophia. Sophia, you got on your hair? I've, did, I've done We Are You Radio. I'll be back there, Sophia, on the 18th. I'm coming to do Angela Stanton's show. Angela Stanton oh, King. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't I'll think I've met her before. Show. Who, Sophia? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, because you met Angela Stanton. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying I don't think I've met Sophia. Oh, uh, Darcelle, that's her name. Hey, Bill Gill, thank you. Yeah, she was, oh, my God. Pretty she was that, yeah. wonderful. 
She, then uh. she have old nasty gap on the Sonya Brown. Ooh, <laughs> I was young and I saw that gap. I look, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hmm. we we look. We like the direction that Laugh and Learn is going in. Lauren got to take her dog to therapy. She's not going to therapy. Stop making it seem like she's got an issue. Where's she going? She's going to a new daycare, and For, we got to have her but, take a temperament test. Temperament test. That's safety. Therapy. That's safety. <laughs> Child. Even Kendall shaking his head at you. Kendall don't that's I how, lie. That's how you know Timmy don't play with other dogs. This is exactly how you know right now. Timmy don't go to daycare, don't play with other dogs. Timmy goes to the dog park all the time, mm-hmm. and he attacks all the dogs. Thank you. That's why he wouldn't qualify to go to daycare, because he attacks all no, the dogs. No, because he's a tranny's dog. <laughs> We always on edge. No coof. <laughs> no coof. <laughs> Listen, we were supposed to have uh, Raheem Shabazz, but he just, he did not want to talk about the adult entertainment. He really just wanted to talk about the business aspect, but he said he was a little shy. So next week we have, oh, next week I think we have one of the guest hosts from Wendy Williams because I talked to her. I'm supposed to go with, meet her tomorrow. We're going to hang out tomorrow. So, yeah, uh, we may have her next week. And on the 21st, we have um, um, Teresa Griffin is going to be our special oh, guest so, on the show. Is she going to sing a little something? She's definitely going to sing. Okay, I love Teresa's And we're going to go over some... Oh, my God. <laughs> well, hello, Joe. Hello, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> that is Sophia. Sophia, meet my co-host, Lauren Hogan. Hi there. How are Hi, you? Lauren. Hi. So let me explain to y'all who you all don't know who Sophia McIntosh is. And I'm, if anybody on here who don't know Sophia McIntosh is, shame on you. Sophia McIntosh <laughs> is the host of the hostess with the Moses in the South in Atlanta. She's on We Are You Radio. She did V103 for years with Wanda Smith. She is still the mouth of the South and one of the biggest personalities on in, uh, look in Atlanta and the surrounding area. And she's pretty smart, especially when she got her hair on. She ain't got her hair on, so <laughs> work with me. <laughs> I am not my hair. I'm oh. Period. <laughs> yes. Come on, India. Period. Sophia, what you think about Joe Rogan's comments? Because you on the radio, you you do radio, you do podcasts. What do you think about his comments with all the nigga use of the nigga word? And I'm but saying the word. It's just like everybody says, Sonny. Well, I take it all the way back to Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama said, "Being president don't make you who you are. It reveals who you are." So I feel like that about anything in life. Joe Rogan and those comments, that's who he has always been. And him having that platform is just giving him another avenue to reveal to us who he really is. So when he made those comments, it wasn't no surprise to a lot of people. It was just confirmation to us that he is exactly who we thought he was. And what do you think his consequences and repercussions should be? The consequence, the consequences and the repercussions should be, he should be fired. Thank you. Just like anybody else. But the thing about it is, Spotify has donated $100 million to uh, different organizations trying to act like they're trying to clean up and they care about these other organizations and the comment that he has made and he has offended those organizations. But what they did was they matched his salary because... They weren't trying to do that before it got out that Spotify paid him $100 million to come over there. So now they're trying to say, well, we're going to take what we gave him and match that to try to clean up, clean up some of the uh, mm-hmm. anger that he has caused with these different organizations. So that just shows us that Spotify still don't want to cut ties with Joe Rogan because 
He is a money-making machine for them. Mm-hmm. And they gave him that money. And even if they let him go, they are going to have to pay him to let him go. They're going to have to buy him out of that contract. Oh, they're not going to buy him. They're trying to recoup some of their money from him. Oh, he they ain't not gonna let him go nowhere because he he's such a hot commodity right now. He'll get snatched up by somebody else and the the ratings will go somewhere else. Well, I don't know about that. Cancel culture is kinda heavy. He might have to go to a conservative platform. Cancel culture weight ain't the if same really, no more. I think after mm, Dave when they couldn't cancel Dave, when it shook it up, I, I don't, don't think, think it's that's the same. the same. But I don't think I don't equivalent those I, two situ- situations to be the same. Is that your right, point? And I think I think what's gonna what's gonna help if he is going to get fired. What's going to help is that all of the artists that are walking away from Spotify exactly. and asking other artists to follow them. And if those artists that are walking away, if they add up to more than $100 million that he is paying them, then that may push Spotify in the direction of getting rid of Joe Rogan because then they're going to see that they are starting to lose money as opposed to just firing him because he he has upset a lot of people. And the sponsors, right? Yeah, I don't know if the sponsors are fully pulling out yet, but I think the artists alone will probably put enough pressure on Spotify to do the right thing. So, Sophie, it's good to see you. When I come there on the 18th, I'm going to come and see you so we can do We Are You Radio. Yes, and also, you know, we're getting ready to fly a reunion in Houston. Me July, July the 13th. Yeah, Tommy inbox me. I'm going to make a commercial when I put some makeup on. Ooh, and I'm going to do a <laughs> commercial for y'all. So it's kind of like the white party that we did in September, but I love that you guys are bringing all everybody back. Will it be at Incognito? Do they still even have Incognito in Houston? No, we rented out a ballroom. It's going to be at the... Uh, Ballroom at Bayou Play. July 30th. I'm remember that that's the day before my birthday. I may come. Tommy inbox me. I think I'm going to come to that because I want to get my kiki on. I want to see all the old girls from Texas doing. Only if y'all going to do the Texas lean, though. But can you do me a favor, <laughs> Sophia? Pull out, uh, pull Simone, Sable Simone Sexilion out of retirement. Who? Say. Who? You so shady. We love no, a good you who. Yo, yo, it froze. It froze right when you were oh, telling me it froze. I said, pull, out, pull Sable Simone Sexilion out of retirement. That's a tongue twister. A lot uh, of, it that's is. That's like onomatopoeia. Yeah. Ooh, ciao. <laughs> okay, I, I shall. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, Sophia's voice got high. I don't know about that one. It was called Shade. Oh. <laughs> so it sounds like the who was appropriate. You know, I got to ask, how the kids, how the kids. They still live with me spending my money, but thank you for asking. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're welcome. They All right, love you. Good luck with everything. Love you. Thank you, Sophia. Y'all nice follow Sophia you. McIntosh at We Are You Radio. She is phenomenally funny. If you've never seen Sophia live, especially hosting the show, oh my God, you would be in for a treat. That thing is good and right in your face, ignorant, and it is hilarious. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you guys for joining us for Laughing Night today. Good show. It was a good Very... show with Nori <laughs> and and Sky. Yes, and um, we appreciate all the comments and feedback on the uh, our YouTube pages, respectively. Uh, we look at them. We're changing, you know, back. Okay. We're, <laughs> we're listening to the feedback and Kendall's been doing a great job just trying to make sure everything looks great for us. So thank you, Kendall, as always. Um, but are we doing shout outs of where we can find all the info? 
Yes, you do. Okay. We encourage everybody to please follow on Instagram, the Laugh and Learn podcast. Um, we are still trying to switch over to StreamYard, but I just got to find some time to figure it out because y'all know Flame ain't going to do it. So um, <laughs> we, please follow the Laugh and Learn podcast on Instagram. We're, we're going to do some updates there, you know, just what's happening and just some recaps and those sort of things. And then also follow me on um, YouTube. I'm Lauren Hogan and I post all of our Laugh and Learn episodes there. My page is literally dedicated to Laugh and Learn episodes. And then also I'm on Instagram at Lauren Armani H. And Flame, where can everybody find you? In prison. <laughs> <laughs> Words have energy now. I've already been there, beat that guy. Criminal. I beat that already. Come Got on, out. criminal. They, they don't want me. They kick me out, then they're going to kick me out again. Uh, you can find me on tonight at 8 o'clock right here on Instagram on Dean Edwards' oh. page because I'm doing an interview with Dean Edwards. Also, if you have not gotten your tickets for uh, Caroline's what? on Broadway. Caroline's on Broadway, March 17th through 19th, which is St. Patrick's Day weekend. Y'all come and be drunk. I'm going to be drunk with the white folks. White folks going to be you drunk. drink? I'm going to drink on oh St. Patrick's goodness. Day. I'm going to be drunk with the oh white folks. Goodness. I'm going to be high with the black folks. I'm going to be the tranny on fire on stage. So come get you a piece. Make sure you come to that. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram. Instagram at Monroe, Monroe Flame. Flame and mm-hmm. on YouTube at Flame Monroe mm-hmm. and on Facebook at Marcus Flame Monroe Parker and that's it you can't follow me nowhere else you can follow me to this bathroom because I'm going to pee but I want to <laughs> thank you guys for joining us You, Kendall thank you so much you're so wonderful we love Kendall we appreciate Kendall for and we, sure we, we, we've been getting all this stuff out on time we appreciate our new producer oh, Aaron oh and you have um, we need people to vote for your award oh yeah I got a nominated for a Queerity yes, Award yes you did I'm, I'm very in shock about that because you know how the community be at me sometimes so I was really shocked when Lauren said you got nominated for two awards not one two well no you got nominated for one and you're getting an, another award oh, I'm from actually the Truth getting, Awards yes oh, you're getting the award truth is I never should have let you go oh that's not that that's not that no oh, Fantasia. Ooh, it was a little pitchy huh Kendall oh, that's goodness. okay speaking Ooh, of Fantasia <laughs> Fantasia won't be pitchy because you know she just got the part as Seely in the movie Color Purple so congratulations oh that whole cast is gonna be phenomenal oh the whole cast Taraji Corey Hawkins uh, Haley Taraji is about to shake Suge Avery to the bone I hope they use the real Margaret Avery though but can I tell you I never knew that she could sing until she did Annie who? Taraji? Taraji, I she never sang knew. the song. You know, it's hard out here for a pi- that's Yeah, her. but that's auto tune though. I didn't know if it was auto tune. I, I didn't know it was her. Oh yeah, Taraji real, sings. But she Taraji sing. sings well. Yes, she, they want she's Grammy quite for that. a freaking talent. Oh, she's they a, did. she is a talented. She's a talented puppy. She's quite the talent. So congratulations to them. Cookie. So <laughs> how many times y'all think Cookie gonna show up in the color purple? Oh, Cookie gonna show up. If Cookie Not gonna show up, Shug Avery. Yvette gonna show up then. Yvette gonna show up. I don't know. You don't know who Yvette is. Go watch Baby Boy. Yvette going to show up. I don't know. (laughs) Thank you guys for joining us to Laugh and Learn today. We appreciate you. We could not do this show without you, Flamettes. And thank you, iHeart and all that. Uh And what can you (laughs) find? What's our message, Lauren? I'm sorry. The shade caught me off guard. At Laugh and Learn, we are not trying to get anybody to change your mind. We are simply trying to get you to use your mind. Because why? In order to use your mind, you have to have a mind. And I want you to do what? Your Ooh, job. you just scared the shit out of my dog. Do your oh job, player. I'm sorry, Sky. Oh, God. I she thought somebody him. was attacking her. She's going to she gonna start shaking. Attack. We got to go now. I got to yeah. go tend to my poor child. She got to go to therapy for real now. Okay, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you. We will see you next week on Laugh and Learn. Love Lounge tonight at 630. Then the interview with Dean, Richards, Dean Edwards at 8. Mm-hmm. And I'll see you guys later. We appreciate you. Thank you. Laugh and Learn is a production of the Black Effect Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by Chrissy Payne.
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.